Welcome to Friendo Podcast, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. As a YouTuber, I've shared my life online for the last eight years, and now I'm excited to learn about you. Friendo celebrates people and their stories, from interesting jobs to unique passions and curious life skills that the world should hear about. Community is everything. Let's do this. TikTok. You either love it or hate it, right? It's really hard to find some middle ground there with people. I personally am kind of obsessed. It might be my favorite platform. I love that anyone can post anything and that thing can go viral. And it'll go viral not because you paid to have it reach success and not because your team pushed to the top, not even because you're a longtime creator and the algorithm favors you. None of that matters. Content is king and it's incredible to see that in action. I also think that people are funny as heck and I genuinely have a giant belly laugh at least once a day when I'm playing on the app. As a creator, though, I'm still learning how to use the platform. Like, who is my audience? How should I show up for them? Can I just have fun? Or is it all business? What about bad language? It's a real learning curve for me. I'll tell you this, though. Don't let something new or unknown deter you. Embrace it. Be willing to not know for a little bit. Have some fun. You might even enjoy yourself. Just saying. Now, as a parent, I'm also learning. Should I let my tween on the app? How do I create healthy boundaries and rules around a fairly unregulated Wild Wild West style of platform? It's still pretty new. And honestly, it scares the heck out of me. I want my kid to be current, have access to all the things. But you know, I also don't want evil people, trolls or otherwise, to have access to her. It's a struggle. My guest today is Clive Felis. Could also be Felice. I just realized I never asked him how to pronounce his last name. I'm sorry if I butchered that, Clive. He is a dad and is also a full-time content creator and robot destroyer. His words, not mine. He creates short-form videos on Instagram and TikTok as Dads with Attitude. He's also the author of the book, Back in the Day, which you can find on Amazon, all about how things used to be for so many of us parenting little ones right now. In today's episode, we discuss all things being a dad on the internet, along with some insight into creating TikToks and short form video. I took so much away from his experience. Later on, Dean and I discuss how we like to consume TikTok as of late because we both love it and a few golden nuggets from what we miss most about life back in the day. Welcome to the podcast, Clive. Hello. Thank you. I am glad you're here. And I also have to say, like, I don't have a lot of dudes on my show. So I'm, no. I'm excited oh, that you're here. Oh, Seth, I'm the first dude. What? <laughs> yes, I feel special. Can we like, I'm going yeah, to fake applause by sound effects. First dude, first dude, first dude. I know. <laughs> like my husband Dean's always here, but I got to admit, there's not a lot of of men or dads in the space that I know. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to, you know, hear your take on everything. And so you're a dad, you have two mm-hmm. kids. How old yeah. are they? So my son is nine and my daughter is six. Okay. So they're we're both like in they're the same turning, boat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. My uh, son's turning 10 and my daughter's turning seven. So yeah. 
Yeah. It's um, we were just chatting before we hit record here, because as we're recording, we're still in the throes of virtual school. And yeah, I mean, it's something right to have everybody home and then try to work in a creative space. Oh, you know what? Like I used to be home alone, right? Like I, I, I run my own media company business as well. And I do, you know, a lot of my creativity and my videos at home. So it's like, whenever I have an idea, I just get up and shoot it. Now I have to wait. <laughs> so then that idea kind of fades and that excitement fades right now. Right. So, or I go outside and I shoot it and I find a way somewhere else, but yeah, it's difficult, but what can you do? Right. I know. Like, we're I making it work. And for the kids than myself, to be honest with you. So uh, in, in that, yeah, in that end, so I don't try to complain at all or show the any to that, to the kids, but. Yeah. Well, tell it. me a little bit like, okay, so I found you from Instagram and I think yeah. actually we had worked on a similar campaign with a similar brand at one point. And I was like, wait a second, you're up to like some really fun stuff online. So, oh yeah, you know, at the moment, I and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I see like lots of reels, lots of these short form videos. Um, did you start on Instagram? Like, how did you get your start in this space? Okay, so this is funny. Like, okay, let's go way back. I, I was a, I was that kid at 10 years old grabbing my parents' camera and just making videos, and uh, I loved it so much. So I decided. Uh, at 18, I started doing stand up comedy, and I did stand up comedy for like six years, and I did it with I was doing comedy with Russell Peters for a while and Sean Majumder and these awesome Canadian comedians. And I did that, but I still had the passion for, you know, creating video film. So I went to school for film and television at Humber, got a job at Rogers Media. I was there kind of a producer there for commercial advertising. And I was in the brink of telling them, I was saying, and this is at the point where I saw social media changing. And I, I had this whole pitch idea for them saying, you know, I think social media is going to, you know, be the new form of entertainment. I, I, I said this to them and I said, why don't we start a brand there doing that? They declined it. So I just did something on my own when my daughter was born and I called it, you know, cause I got all, I was like, Oh snap, I got a daughter now. <laughs> so, and then I started this whole dads with attitude thing. Um, and uh, I just started making, you know, clips on that about becoming a new father and it adapted well to a lot of people. And this was like at the brink when Instagram started video. I don't know if you remember. That was like five years ago, six years. And mm -hmm. I was actually on, um, uh, I started on, oh my gosh, why do I forget the app name? Oh. Is it Vine? Vine, thank you, geez. So I, yeah. I actually started there and it was going really well. And then it just faded. It just stopped. So I was like, oh. So I started on Instagram and that grew. And then here I am, right? And then there's now, there's then there's TikTok. But I just, like I said, I, I like doing these videos because it's something that I'm passionate about since I was a kid. Uh, I do them. I do what I want, where I want, and how I feel, you know, and um, I guess it goes from there. It's kind you know of I mean? amazing how, you know, hearing about like your background, like this is what I love about this industry in this space is yeah. like 
this job didn't exist 10 years ago. Right. And here you go to like traditional film school, you work in traditional media and having that creative spark, you're like, wait a second, I see this thing happening. And I definitely feel that, um, you know, that similarity. Like I remember we had lived in Malaysia for a bunch of years and I'd started my YouTube channel there. And I remember sitting at a table with my mother-in-law, who's like, just not like a couple generations older than me. And she was like, I don't understand what you're trying to do on YouTube. And I was like, don't worry about it. You don't need to understand. I see it. I know something's happening. And like to stick to your guns when people around you are kind of like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah. No, no, I kept doing these crazy videos and well, my parents, they always knew who I was. So they're like, oh, it's funny. They, they're always, they were always supportive every step of the way. So to them, like, when I make videos, they laugh and they like it. The one thing I find about these short form videos is like, you really have to pack in like the punch in a short yeah. amount of time. Right. So yeah, yeah. traditionally I come from this longer form style of content and I'm, I'm not in the comedy space at all, but you know, even just taking what I do there and trying to make it short form, it takes some time to sit there and yeah. really like plan out what you're going to be creating. And I think that that's a misconception. People think that these creators are just slapping stuff up on Instagram or yeah. TikTok. It's like, no, no, no. There's like a whole system here. But yeah, like, and, and you could see which ones are the creative ones and the original, right? Because you go on TikTok and people just kind of recreate a lot of things or, or which is, which is the trends and stuff like that, uh, which is cool. But I'm just saying like, you're saying that short form is hard for you. For me, long form is hard for me because I feel like I need to laugh every 15 seconds, just like, like on standup. Right. So it's like, when I do long form, I'm like, that's why I don't really have a YouTube channel right now because I keep like, Oh no, man, it's not funny. It's too long. That's <laughs> me. Like, you know what I mean? So my eyes, it's harder to do a long form for myself until I kind of let myself free and say, just, just, Roll with it, roll with the punches, especially for long format stuff. But oh, yeah, I love I, short. I love the short. I love the whole Instagram, TikTok, like short videos. Just oh my God. I'm one and we, done and then on to the next one, right? So it's interesting too what you said about like that part where it is like, there's the two types, right? There's people actually, there's probably three types of these short form. There's these randoms that go viral and you're like, that was funny. Then there's the ones that are like very much like thinking through this creative process and like coming up with this original content. And then there's the copying. And I'm telling you, this has been my biggest hurdle with the TikTok and the reels is like, oh my God. Okay. Wait, are we just copying? Because like, that's not, I feel like when you're creating content, you're like, you don't want to just copy what other people do. Yeah. yeah. As you see it online and you see, you know, people doing original and then someone kind of copying it and then that blows up, it kind of frustrates you. And I see how, and I've heard from a lot of creators where they're like, okay, well, this is not cool. I don't want to do it anymore because people are just, and it's happened to me <laughs> many times where they would recreate what I have doing in their way. And then it over it blows up. This is a good point. Cause I literally just saw a friend of mine talk about this yesterday. She had created a piece of content short form. And I didn't know that she was the original creator because there isn't like a way to be like, PS I did this. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and like anything, if you're copying, let's say in written form, you have to give credit to the original creator. Otherwise it's like copyright. Right. So it's interesting that there isn't a way, or like, it's not a proper form for many people to say, you know, 
kudos to this person. I was inspired by Bop and, and insert that person's information. I still think you shouldn't just do it at all. I had this inspired thing and this, oh, you know, I, I recreated from, you know what? Like, honestly, if I did that on YouTube, if I did that on YouTube, would that pass? No, not no really, way. No, no way. Five years ago, if I did, if I did a stand up joke, okay, if I did a, a, the same joke and then I'd be like, well, that joke was, you know, inspired by, you know, Eddie Murphy. Like, really? You think I'm, you know what I mean? So this, this whole new thing I don't like because it's okay. like, just got to be creative and don't touch it. That's it. Personally, my, my opinion. Because you're creating original stuff. Okay. So this is great because I've, I, I, this is probably for me personally been the biggest uh, barrier. Cause I'm like, how do yeah. I show up right where you're creating your own stuff? You stay in your lane, but then it seems like, yeah, like people are copying all left, right, and center. So where do we draw the line? Like, is it, okay. So you have the dances, people do the dances. Do you yeah, think that's yeah. a different kind of category? Dances. I, I, I assume you're just copying a dance. Dance is a dance. I feel like that's fun and that's great. Kids are having fun. You know what I mean? Nothing, you know, nothing to that. I'm just talking about an actual creative comedy piece. Like, you know a what skit. I mean? Like, like a skit. Like a okay. skit. That's what I mean. Like, I think that's just what I'm saying. Like, you know, if somebody did and, and, and to the fine line, of course, because honestly, I could I could. I'm sure every joke has just been recreated from like 50 years ago. Right. <laughs> like yeah. knowing stand up comedian, you know, like watching a lot of stand up comedy, even jokes, you know, even Kevin Hart kind of recreated jokes from, you know what I mean? Richard mm -hmm. Pryor and, and Eddie Murphy did like, I'm just saying like, in a sense, that's fine, obviously. But like T to the T, you know what I mean? Like frame to the frame. Mm, yeah. I, just, I, I, I don't see that. And I try to teach my kids where to stay creative, be your own thing, do your own thing. You know, if you're going to create videos, if you're going to create something, right? And to be brave enough to, and maybe scared enough to try something new, right? Like, yeah. Try it. it. Doesn't work if it flops. It, it flops, mean, yeah. right? Yes, that's you need to you need to fail to move forward. That's it, pretty much. Like I've had videos. Now this is funny. Like because I'm doing TikTok and Instagram, it's weird because oh, video could flop on TikTok, but do super well on Instagram, and vice versa. I've had more viral vi videos on TikTok than Instagram for sure. Obviously, you know, Instagram's algorithm is just the worst and they don't care. Yes. Really, I, I feel like it's going to kind of fade away uh, because TikTok is just blowing and doing more things and more things that there's just a bigger reach. But I'm just saying that like in general, just because your piece flops doesn't mean it's it's a flop. It's just it means that it's not getting to the right people. If that makes exactly. sense. Exactly. And that is precisely why I love TikTok as well. Like I, yeah, yeah. it's probably one of my favorite platforms. Like I do consume a lot of YouTube. I love commentary over there, but on TikTok, what I love mm -hmm. about it is it's like, you don't have to be a somebody to achieve success. You don't yeah. have to have like a team. You don't have to be paying to play, right? Like there's so many of these yeah. platforms where like, you have to pay for ads in order to get seen. And it's like, well, that's, that's the thing, right? Instagram seems it's following the same path as what Facebook did. Right. So, mm -hmm. which is, I hate it because I actually love out of all the platforms, Instagram is my favorite. If it was back three, four years ago, right. The way it was like, it's, it's such a, it's a great app. 
but TikTok is getting more. But then again, it has this, you know, downfalls where you you see these copycats getting more attention. And but uh-huh. I think that and at a person who an influencer or creator wants to make money, you're making more money on Instagram. You're getting more ads, you know, again, and I always say this to my followers too, and people, right. Don't be ashamed that you're making ads because you're, you're, you're basically like a TV channel. You're a TV channel TVs. When you watch hockey or you watch live events or you watch TV shows, your commercials come on. Do you get all upset? No, you might go to the washroom and stuff like that. And you might, you know, but it's there, right? That's how those TV stations make money. And that's how, you know, creators like ourselves have a platform and be able to do things that we do is because, Hey, ads help us. Right. Absolutely. And as long as we're doing it in a creative way and a fun, our way, you know what I mean? Not in your face type of, you know what I mean? And that's the beauty about us that we could pick and choose. Right. And people know, people know, like they could, they could tell like, nah, that's not you really. Like, come on. Oh, nothing like Like, making, you're not going to like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I remember it was something simple as like a few, like, cause I've been in this space for so long now, but, um, you know, I've, cause it's, it's training the brands, right. And how to work with these creators. And so I remember working with a brand and I gave too much away. And then the brand had too much focus and it's, it's meeting in the middle, right? Like, it's like, you're saying, oh, what do you mean by you gave too much away? Sorry. Of in, in the sense of uh, maybe too, maybe my look wasn't my normal look uh, like too much makeup or not enough. Amanda's sense of the way I speak or, you know, like oh, that kind okay. of thing, like too scripted, that kind of stuff. Oh, I see uh, what you're saying. Because it's like, it's not a traditional commercial. It is your no. platform. And how do you connect with your audience? Well, you are you, right? And it's it's like they're borrowing your voice for a little bit to share this message that hopefully yeah. you are aligned with. And yeah, how do we how do we train the brands to work with us? So like you were saying right oh. now, let's say it's more lucrative on Instagram. For sure, because Instagram has been around longer. It's like when brands were trying to figure out how to work with um, YouTube or with podcasts or if you're in the space, it's like, okay, you aren't just a creator. You're helping educate brands. You're advocating for yourself. You're negotiating. It's like, there is so much that goes on behind the scenes to make it happen. Oh yeah. Like it's, you know, for instance, I have, um, someone I'm working with now and, uh, I, it seems like they're new because they asked me if I can guarantee them followers to come back. I'm like, uh, no, I can't like, I, I literally can't do that. Like I have to tell them that in the end, I'll be, I straight up honest with them. When I, if I ever put on ads, Instagram is not going to show my, you know, the reach because it's an ad. Um, unless you advertise it. I said, nowadays, what you're really purchasing from me or, or hiring me to do is create content. The content that I give you is, is the value of what I am, you know, charging you. And Absolutely. it's a bonus. It's a bonus to be on my channel that I'm giving that extra bonus, but the content could be yours and you could use it on your platform or advertise it on here on this whitelist, whatever we do, whatever, mm-hmm. it, but the content is everything. I, I, and I, I, and I push that to some of my clients that I work with um, on my media company that it's all about content. It's all about content. It's all about engaging and content is everything. Do you find that there is a different way to create for TikTok versus Instagram in terms of the videos? Mm. 
Not really, actually. I think because if I create for TikTok, I, it, I just put it on Instagram. So now I shoot it. I don't shoot them. I don't shoot it on the app. I shoot it on myself because better quality when you ingest it and stuff like that. And then I add the music if I need to. It's kind of like when I'm shooting for TikTok, it's also shooting for Instagram. Just make, you got to make life easier for yourself. TikTok, I'm a little bit, you know, getting to the PG 13 R rated a bit. Love that. I like it. Oh, if you see me do stand up, yeah, you'll know. But, um, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, but on Instagram, I'm clean, right? I'm a family oriented, clean, you know, but it's, that's even harder to do, right? I have a total potty mouth in real life. Oh yeah. Right. I am like, you know, cause like I've lost yeah, yeah. campaigns because they saw an F word one time and I was like, oh, oh yeah. my God, really? Oh yeah. yeah. Like, I did a funny skit where graffiti was in the background of of yeah of a penis like there was graffiti in the background i was just making fun of it on my stories i was like look at this i was saying like look how look how look how shameful yeah. for these kids like look at this art making fun of it right like oh this is beautiful art look at this graffiti it took so much great effort on this like, right and i was making fun of it and people were, oh well we saw your ig stuff i'm like really i'm like really you're like, yeah, but did you see this short video about the giraffe art? Because that was the yes. best. <laughs> that was actually, that was, that, that, that is still the greatest thing ever. That is the most viral video on my TikTok. Is that, that is the like most for views. real? She made that? 100% for real. That's why it's like the greatest. The whole class made it. The whole class made it. And I, we were calling our, we were calling our like friends, their, their, her, uh, my, my daughter's friends, uh, parents. And we're like, uh, you get the giraffe? They're like, yeah, we got the giraffe. I'm like, why does it look like a penis? I'm like, what the? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. My, my wife was like, look, 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 uh, look, Clive. Look what Summer made. And she comes up to look, daddy, I made a, I'm like, <laughs> my wife, like, just like covering her freaking laugh. And I'm like, wow, that's so great. Like, I'm like, and she's like, yeah, it's a giraffe. Oh, it's she knows I does. She knows I do it in the videos, but she doesn't know oh, what, what it is the, yet. The- One day she will, and it's going to be hilarious for her. One thing, I mean, you and I could talk because we love this space, but I was just curious, like being a dad online, do you, yeah. like, what's your audience like? Is it dads? Is it moms? Does that matter? Like, what do you find? I, I, I find that moms and females are on the app more. Um, the engagement comes from more uh, females, like uh, writing in. But I have a lot of like my analyst, a lot of male followers. And when they want to, when they want to comment, they'll comment one time, but they'll DM me and be like, oh, that was funny. I'm like, oh, you could have just messaged me on the, but I feel like the males are more personal. They'll come and they'll like DM me, but like, yo, dude, that was hilarious, man. Or funny. That was great. You know, doing good work. So I noticed that I have a, I think 60% female 40% males, but I have a good range of younger followers. So if I'm making kids laugh, I feel like that's pretty cool because you know what I mean? Like it's harder to make the kids laugh. And my nephew who's 13, he's like telling me, he's like, oh yeah, all my friends see you on TikTok. They think you're hilarious. I'm like, oh yeah, all right, cool, cool. Dude, you got some street cred with the young. I'm like, I got, all right, I'm walking down. I'm walking down that street. I'm like, sheesh. I- <laughs> Is this I how feel, you do it? Yeah, Sheesh. what is that? I'm like, I, yeah, what I don't know that? what it is. I just go with it. Sheesh. <laughs> and I make it, make it my own, right? You make it your own. But uh, it's that. fun. Like, and it's good because then some kids, you know, like the younger, they open up and they have fun and, you know, they 
they're 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 laughing at it and they kind of see it a good environment because there's other people writing nice comments so they see the you know the the positivity that everybody's giving back so they're like oh well you know that's great they see mm -hmm. i like that's why i love my followers they're amazing like the, the whole group in general they're great they're super positive you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i try to respond back to everybody you know some videos might go viral than expected and it's hard to do it all because you know you're you're still a father <laughs> and you know yeah. you got kids that are wild and got to do stuff but yeah yeah so it's great like yeah yeah i can't complain right like it's it's hard to grow more on instagram i noticed like it's mm -hmm. it's impossible uh, but you know what I mean? The people that keep coming now to the page that follow, like they definitely want to follow. That's what I, I noticed on Instagram with TikTok. They like, like something, they'll just do the follow. But with Instagram, I think Instagram, uh, followers, like people on Instagram, if they're following you, they looked into your page. They thought they, they, they investigated. Then they follow. They did a background check. They like, did, I seriously. Said, I really yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, all right, all right this guy's good. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. It's good. So yeah, it's it's more of a commitment. Even myself, I notice the way I follow people because I I go I'm Instagram like with my morning coffee. You better be good to yeah. me. Like if I'm going to be spending yeah. all of this right? time with you, right? Well, that's another thing because Instagram, you know, sometimes you have you have the downer stuff, right? And you get the, you know what I mean, like the Facebook. It's, I hope it's not getting like Facebook, but in mm -hmm. TikTok, I never see anything. You know what I mean? It's like ninety percent just pure fun. Mm -hmm. which is good. Totally. But yeah. Like uh, getting back to saying being a dad online. Yeah, it's great. It's, you know I mean? I'm just kind of doing my thing. That's Do it. That's just how, like, how I was. Is Go there ahead. a community of dads that you're kind of part of? And the reason I say that is like, I remember when I kind of did the switch and, and went from YouTube to Instagram and, and there's this whole community of moms. There's like mom conferences for creators. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. There there's a, like, you know what? It's awesome. Like the moms, they, they help each other out. They stick to, you know, again, the dads, there's, I'm not part of any group. I know a few dads that are influencers and we talk here and there, uh, you know, and we see each other when back to the pre pandemic stages of those events. And we were like, you know, hanging out, chilling out, but yeah, no, not like, um, like, like you said with the mom groups and, and stuff like that. Uh, there's, I, I don't think not so. as many. Hey, there's not as there's not there's not as many. You know, I guess just because I'm not a blogger or a vlogger. Sorry, like I, I'm just a comedian, kind of mm -hmm. like I do funny sketches. So I just it doesn't matter who I'm. Anybody who's doing comedy, I I love it. I like to you know what I mean, and just in general, good people, right? Oh yeah, like, and there's like yourself, right? We we try to stay. You know what I mean? Like once we once we stay connected, we're like okay, you know what? Like this is cool. Like you know what I mean? Like you meet great people you that do. are doing the same thing and you want to support them because that's amazing. And hundred percent. I don't always yeah. have time, let's say to go in and comment on people's things. But like when I yeah. see my people, my fellow creators, I'm like, and it's sponsored. Yeah. I'm commented on those things. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, you know, it's, it's like exactly, what you do. Right? You know what I mean? There's no expectation either on my end. Like there's no, no. expectation on my end because you know, life is busy. I know how hard it is to do what we do. And uh, you know, <laughs> live life okay but, but you not you're yeah, not a writer my friend you're not a you're not a blogger but you wrote a book which yes I have right yes. here yes you can't see it but i will be sharing this in my stories and in the show notes tell me about this book back in the day yeah back in the day well it was funny because you know um 
when I was talking to my kid about, you know, things back in the day, I I always say back in the day we had pay phones. And they're like, what the, what's, what the heck is a pay phone? I was like, what? I used to dial collect. I never even have to pay. I would just press zero and my mom would pick up and says, you have a collect call from Ma, pick me up. Don't accept. And she wouldn't accept. And she'd come pick me up where she knew where I'd be. But um, yeah, I just thought of an idea and my son was helping me with it. So it was kind of something, a collaboration me and my son did and my, 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 uh, daughter you know she she helped with some of the the coloring and the the pictures and to get it done and it's great it's just a book about what we did back in the day from today and it's just a little rhyme book i love that a history lesson because a lot of people will say oh yeah it's a little history lesson for my kids they didn't know what this was they didn't know what the you know payphone was or you know what i mean like like the encyclopedias they didn't know what an encyclopedia was so it's, it's it a cool. wild. It's wild how much has changed, but like how, how you don't really notice it. You're like, oh, there's that short video like TikTok going around where people are asking other to take a picture, right? Or like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, or like answer the phone. Like we certain age groups will use their hand to answer it, where the other ones will be look like they're holding a cell phone. And you're like, yeah. wow, that changed quick, right? So yeah, like I had um, I'm hoping I could do this. I wanted to do the street thing. Uh, at one point, and then show pictures of old things to teenagers and say, "What is this? All right? Tell me what this is." And they and they they'll they'll have to guess or say something like that. Um, but I did it to my kids, and they're like, "I don't know what this, what is this? Like a rotary phone?" They're like, "That's a that's a phone, right?" They they were like, "Yeah, okay." Or a pager. They're like, "What is that?" <laughs> oh my god, the pager days, and you have to like match it to your outfit. Yeah, look all yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back in like like in the book back in the day, which is one thing that just you know going to rent a movie. We look at that, right? I miss that. That's what I miss. Oh, I loved that. Just like I mean, even going on dates. I remember my husband and I. We would still rent movies when we first. Yeah, met. I was like, you'd like wait and like slowly pick one together. Now I get overwhelmed because there's like five million movies. To yeah, watch like you go and it. and the, like I said in the book, where it's like if you rent it and it sucks, you, you're still watching it, no matter what. You you can't flip it. You know what I mean? Because you pay for that. You're you're watching that, <laughs> and that's exactly. where the beauty came out of. Like that's where the best content comes from from watching other stuff right like just watching crappy films like you've got to do it yeah and like, you got to do it now it's like did you see this show did you see this movie i'm like do, do i look like i have that many hours in the day to do uh, this right like- oh my gosh <laughs> no i did not see it i'm a movie goer first i would watch a movie first then a show Oh yeah. And this book, so this book people can still get, right? It's yes. Just go on Amazon, type in uh Clive Felice back in the day and uh, yeah, they could get it on Amazon. I love that. I love, you know, I, first of all, just love supporting other creators, but it's just awesome to see. I think the theme running through this conversation is just, you know, the creative element about yeah. what you're doing. And, you know, I find that what you do actually encourages me to like, okay, wait, like I could start and try something new with these short videos, or I could take a little bit of my day and how do I find the humor in that? And I just find it's like throughout, right? Like maybe just try to be yourself and show up online as you and watch magic unfold kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you have an idea. Okay. You like that idea. This is my, 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 my tip. You like that idea. And you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. I can see it in 30 seconds. This is hilarious. Put it in 15. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you have something in 15, put it in 10 and then let Ah. it, maybe it expand. 
right? For these like short, short mm-hmm. ideas. Yeah, because you know what I mean? Sometimes you don't need to have a, a certain scene extended, right? So um, yeah, do it. Like, it's awesome. Like, you know, if you like me, myself, and you like that creative, funny, fun, fun, comedic stuff, just do mm-hmm. it. Like, you're not going to know until you do it. You're not going to know. Like, you don't know what's like, going to land, right? Oh, you should like, like, you, like, if you go back and see my first short videos, oh my gosh, it's horrible. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's my learning lesson, right? Like, I love that. all these, all these videos. Like I did short movies, short films. That was my learning curve. Like I didn't even have to do film and television. I just, just needed to fail in doing film, short films. Seriously. That's how I learned. That's how I got my job at Rogers because my short films that I progressed at. So, so. I love that. Well, Clive, this has been awesome. I thank you for oh, taking the you. time out to chat awesome. with me today. Um, so people can find your book on Amazon back in the day. Yep. Yep. Uh, they can find you on Instagram at dads yep. with attitude. Mm-hmm. Did I get that and right? TikTok. Yep. TikTok is the same. TikTok is the same. Amazing. I yeah. Well, I hope people come and find you and follow you along. Cause you're, you got some funny, some funny things happening and I thoroughly enjoy it. And I think my audience will too. So thanks Clive. Great. Thank you very much. Welcome, man friend, Dean. Hey, woman friend. Oh, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm good. Good. Today's a very testosterone-filled episode. Male guest, male friend. Is that a bad thing? Not at all. Are you shaming me for having a testosterone? No. In fact, I should have more (laughs) men on the podcast, but I just, I don't know. It's raining, man. I know. Nora, pa, 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 pa. Dean singing to the dog. So um, today, not sure if you knew, but we're going to be talking a little bit about TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We both like it. Step one. I've really come into this interview just to be, you know, fair to everybody who's listening to me. Like, I just was not in the garage doing something and got called up for this interview. (laughs) I studied all night. And then this morning. Here you are. Here I am. So I'm ready for whatever we're talking about. It's going to be awesome. All right. Yeah. TikTok, short form video. Wow. It's it's uh, something like I've never seen before. So here we've got this awesome short form video app. It had a lot of controversy at the start. So a lot of people didn't want to go on there, but we're not talking about that. We're talking Just kind of about- educate me about the whole thing. I don't see where the controversy is. What is the controversy? Okay. So... It might be true, but you know, they were saying that there was a certain country spying on us through the app. No, I I didn't hear that. Well, that's the whole thing that apparently China is spying on people through the app TikTok. Oh, really? Because we've all got it on our phones. And I mean, it's pretty clever if you ask me, but like. And then what? You're going to spy on me and you're going to be like, (laughs) like said country is kind of looking at me to their intelligence people and say, I see Dean. Dean's checking out bikini chicks like for four hours. <laughs> hmm. Dean's a spy. I'm not exactly sure what they're trying Dean's to do. Dean's in, in charge of, of he must be in charge. He is the uh, in charge of bikinis and um, he's trying to get information on bikinis. And I'm not sure why that is. It's just, just, just bikinis. Uh, that's it. Basically, if you're on TikTok and you want to, you know, 
look at what I've been looking at. It's basically just bikinis. bikinis. Okay. That's it. Now we know where Dean's in, yeah. um, where his headspace is. But yes, yeah, so you've got this. So there was a lot of controversy. So now the short form video is popping up everywhere. You've got Instagram reels. Mm-hmm. You have YouTube shorts. I mean, it's all the rage. Mm-hmm. So for someone like Clive, started out as a comedian, making sketch comedy bits on TikTok is probably fairly easy transition, right? Yeah. Um, and each piece of content that he makes kind of builds on the last, but it's its own separate piece of content, which is like so overwhelming for someone like me who comes from this like long form YouTube type of creator. Like, how do I make short form content? So it's been a bit of like a hurdle for me. Yeah. That said, though, I freaking love TikTok. It's so fun. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, I mean, it makes time go really, really fast. <laughs> right. And it is entertaining. I mean, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't really get much into um, the why of things sometimes mm-hmm. because, you know, it's like, you know, I don't know, having a soccer ball in the backyard. You're like, what is that thing? It's a soccer ball. It's shaped like a planet. Maybe there's something. No, no, it's a soccer ball. Just kick it, okay? You can't, you know, really overthink it. I, I go on there and, I mean, I don't, first of all, I didn't know, you know, how, how does it know that I want to watch women in bikinis all day? <laughs> Because algorithm behind the scenes goes, oh, he spends more than five seconds on this type of video. So we're going to serve him more of that video. So but that's one thing. So it basically turns all men or people that are into women women in bikinis into serious voyeur pervs. (laughs) And women are looking at what i'll tell you my chris hemsworth videos no i get served um um, i get served a lot of funny women so that's step one mm -hmm. i get served a lot of dancing some funny parenting and couples tiktok i also get served a whole ton of lesbian tiktok and i'm not sure why there's so much thirst trap going on maybe you're a lesbian maybe i am well i'm with you i'm not sure how i could be lesbian but Lesbian thoughts, apparently. But it is... If there's something you want to tell me right now, I mean, you can tell me. It's not a... I'll save that for another episode. Um, But I just... I mean, I'm trying to think. I think when I realized that TikTok was for me was that one TikTok... It still makes me laugh. Do you remember the guy with the sliced cheese? (laughs) (laughs) Like... I just about choked on my own tongue and I laughed so hard on that thing. That was the best and that just, is the type of humor that's that's like you know what i like about it life is too damn serious it's entertainment and, and it's meant to be fun and why can't we have fun and and there's some you know i like all different types i like the the bikinis of course of course and i like the um uh <laughs> nora is trying to dig nora, herself you're trying to dig your way through that Honestly, chair you're not going nowhere there, you eight pound diva. Anyway, I like all the stuff I get. So what I get on TikTok, of course, bikini chicks. <laughs> We've um, I get a lot of Kendall Jenner. Really? Yeah, but I never look at Kendall Jenner. Like as far as like, I wonder what Kendall Jenner's doing today because <laughs> I don't care. I get the thing about you know places that are pictures I should never ever see. <laughs> It's always the same picture. Right. It's the satellite station or whatever on Montauk in uh, North Long Island, you know, or it's 
that really deep hole in the Russian tundra uh-huh. that they, it's the deepest hole ever. It's like, you should never, ever see this. It's like, all right, well, how did you get a hold of it? I, I didn't, I didn't ask you for it. It's just there. <laughs> right. Be a jerk. And then what's the other one? Oh, Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin. all over the place. Like that's going to really be a successful thing. Bitcoin. <laughs> it, what are you exactly selling? Well, we're selling Bitcoin. Can I have some Bitcoins? Yeah, here, here's some Bitcoins. And then one day you're at like the mall and you just put them in like that, that you know, that Ferris wheel thing for the kids because <laughs> you think it's a token. You're like, oh shit, I just put my Bitcoin in there. I don't think it's an actual coin there, buddy. I think it is, isn't it? No, isn't it like electronic money? Obviously, you're not paying close enough attention to this. Let me ask you a question, though. Yes. It's like this, okay? I know know the... um, Well, I'm also getting equestrian, uh, nice-looking girls in equestrian pants on horses. (laughs) I think I just got got served her. She's so pretty. She's like this Swedish girl. Anyway, carry on. No, that's... I don't have... Not her? I don't have them because... I don't have the Swedish girl. (laughs) I have every other girl. And I'm just like, why... Well, I didn't. I don't have a fetish about equestrian weird stuff. If you're into a question, by the way, it's not weird. It's cool. Yeah. And I just, you know, I just all of a sudden I'm just seeing this, and it's just that's cool. But you know what? You're are you really wealthy? Because a horse isn't cheap. A nice horse isn't cheap. Having that facility to keep the horses isn't cheap. To feed the horses isn't cheap. There is that thing about TikTok that I kind of don't appreciate and you know let's say that you cornered i don't know someone very successful who's retired and had like uh, i see anthony hopkins is on tiktok right mm-hmm. right there you know anthony hop sir anthony hopkins he's he's just an amazing actor and he's like you know what i'm gonna he doesn't take it too seriously he's like yeah i'm dancing i won this award you know now i'm chilling out and you're like, well, that's cool. I want to know what Anthony Hopkins is doing, you know, in his in his retirement years. And it makes it very like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Or maybe he has some advice. What she does, he's on there, is just like, do you have any regrets? He's like, no, life's too short. Oh, I love that. Great. I need to follow but, him. But the other side of it is that, you know what? Come on. There is there is that pe- the people on TikTok that I think really, you don't, for entertainment purposes, you know, just, oh, that's cool. Yeah. But some of it makes you kind of feel a little bit bad. I will say this, though. Yeah. I was mentioning this to you the other day, that because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. there's been a ton of people that went wildly viral because so many of us basically joined TikTok because of we were all stuck at home. So yay for the app. So all of these people who were not professional content creators before all of a sudden have achieved immense success. However, there is this thing that happens with viral content, not that I'm some expert, because I do not have viral content, but I've seen it, where people are constantly now hunting that Mm -hmm. viral success constantly over and over. And I got to be honest, I've seen a couple of these relationship people who have documented every single thing that's gone on in their day or prank the crap out of their partners or start to exist in a way that is not normal for people to be functioning in real life, but feel the need to keep up this facade because of their viral 
TikTok success right, and yeah. relationships are falling apart. Yeah. I've had a few really wonderful creators I enjoy paying attention to talk about their mental health struggling mm. because they don't have boundaries in place because people always want more. I want more of the girl on the horse. I want more of the of the silly pranking couples or something, but that's not normal. Well, it's just it's it's the whole thing is that it's an there's entertainment you kind of you follow what you want to follow and you don't put any more thought into it. But it's it's interesting like cuz I of course being a creator myself I look at it from those two ways of just being having fun and consuming really fun content or interesting content yeah. and then also from the side of creating the content. Yeah. There is a way to create to achieve viral success not that that's even, you know, guaranteed. Right. But if you get viral success, I can see the trajectory that people can often take where they just want more, 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 more. But it's just kind of interesting to to watch what's happening in, in like this, this, the way that we, it's fun. It's fun to see those numbers go up. It's fun to like have people follow you, but it's such a fast follow that there also is this really dark side of TikTok where people haven't amassed a following slowly over the years where people grow to love you and you're part of their life. It's right. like, I found you yesterday. I just binged 30 videos and I'm going to hate on you because you have an extra roll on your hip or something, or you have a dimple I don't like. And yeah. You look like you're, you're richer a... than me. And, right. And there's so much hate. Like, there is so much hate that it actually scares me a little bit as a creator to be on there. And I'm always like, I don't know what I want to do because I'm scared because so many people talk about the trolls on TikTok. So there's always like that bad with the good. And how have you ever seen what a troll looks like? A regular person walking down the street. Yep. Yeah. And, but I'll tell you how you can, if you ever just walk by like a sandwich shop, a coffee shop, and there's some dude on there that's like, you know, wearing 1980s high tops and acid wash jeans and stuff like that. Um, that's the guy. That well, is. See, that's actually a look now, though. So it's probably not that guy. No, it is that guy. <laughs> it's anybody. In my mind. Oh, that's the Wait for my new book to come out, How to Spot oh, a, a Troll. A Troll. And all the things you can do. It's going to be 19.95 on Amazon. So just give it a give it a try well look out keep a lookout for that link. no but that's just like that's just the way it is you know this but when is, you get when like you, thousands yeah. of negative comments and you're just a regular but person is, who posted a funny video the, it's terrifying can i can i just okay this is my theory okay so no matter what you do in life social media stuff or this is of course my opinion and everyone's got one is that you start off doing something, you get successful at it, social media, race car driver, you know, a person that works at the drugstore that's really good at the job, whatever the case may be. Anytime you get too successful at something, anytime you're rising above the, you know, the level of, of, of anyone, there's those people that are legitimately going to be happy for you. But I think that they're few and far between. I think that this, you know, watching people fall, like people love a car crash, you know, people love seeing, I don't know if it's ever happened, but that guy's climbing up the tower. Remember those, those guys that dive from really, really high and you're just like, why are you doing that? Like Like, you wish their mom was there, get down. (laughs) Well, you're looking at them climbing up to the very top and then the guy like slips and falls into the pool instead of dives, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. It's thrilling for us. And, you know, you're not going to find anybody that's going to be going that adds some ethical boundaries to this 
type of entertainment because really it's like it's like you said it's bang 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 it's the wild west right it's now. the wild west yeah. and there's there's uh the subject matter that comes around like you know i don't want to i'm not interested in um uh and i don't think it matters uh, uh you know this guy pulls up with his tight whatever they're called uh harem pants and a you know, whatever, he's my age and he's had liposuck and, you know, he's looking real good. He's wearing a gold Rolex, whatever the case may be. And he's like, I just bought this building and, you know, for no money down and I sold it and made a profit. Well, that's great, man. That's a very nice car you drive. That's, that's beautiful. You know, what, what do you, what are you trying to, uh, uh, put across? Like, uh, uh, you're, you're, you're not, you're not, encouraging it it's not really entertainment is it it's kind of boasting and that's one thing that i'm just like it's really cool that people are successful in life but success in life is to me is sustainability is prosperity not just becoming rich flash in the pan like longevity right it's longevity and if if you can provide if you're providing for yourself and your, depending on what your mm-hmm. situation is, if you have children, whatever, you're providing for your loved ones. You know, you're happy in life. What makes you happy? Going to the park, feeding birds, uh, uh, you know, having uh, a coffee um, out on a patio somewhere. You don't need to be going and buying buildings and all that stuff and aspire to be that because it's not real to the majority of the population. It's like almost like making regular people into movie stars. Like, you know, uh, very quickly, very with, quickly, with no, with no guidance yeah. and no structure. And I think to kind of just elaborate on what you're saying, um, if you, I think it's a, I don't personally know, but I think if you're in a situation where you create something and it's not really, maybe, maybe it's like super sexy or super glamorous or super over the top, it's a prank or I don't know what, and it achieves success and you keep making that type of content and you keep achieving success, I think it's very hard to walk away from that. I think it is so enticing and so euphoric to have that type of response mm-hmm. that I think it's really hard to stop, right? And right. I think this is the tricky part is it's like constant balance of you know, how for myself, I've been doing this space now for like nine plus years, how do you continue to stay relevant without selling your soul? How do you continue to stay relevant to stay focused on your goals without giving everything away without, you know, it's a really complex thing, I think, as a creator. Well, I think on one hand, if we're just talking about you or whatever, as a creator, I think that there is always an entertainment value to this genre of social media, whether it's whatever platform you're on. And therefore, the responsibility uh, rests on the creator to prov- to provide entertaining content. I definitely think you and I could talk more about this, but I did want to just wrap this it, it, episode. You know, what, you know what happens with these conversations with you and I? We're sitting in your office. I got my feet up on my short kapoo dog. We love to talk. We, well, we just talk, and then all of a sudden, oh, Jesus. I know, I got to wrap it. 
So Clive wrote a book called Back in the Day, which really reminisces about oh some my things, God, yeah. right? I, like, I, I, so yeah, I love his stuff. It's so funny. He's he's great, but like, yeah. like you remember like phone booths or like you know. Well, we I, still have a phone booth up the street, which I would never touch because germs. But, but like, bef- you would before. Right. If you needed a lift, well, it, you would it was like a different collect, time. call your mom. It was a different like, time too. Yeah. Like back when I was young, you didn't have people like pu- pulling down the receiver and urinating on it or Ew. sticking gum on it. Or it's nasty. Like, okay. But one yeah. thing that he talks about in his book, which I was like, oh my God. And even in the movie, Captain Marvel, Blockbuster, going to pick out a You movie. just totally lost me. Back you, in the day. Back in the day. Like talking about things that happened back in the day. Like what about things... Captain Marvel? In Captain Marvel, there's a whole scene with Blockbuster where she like shoots into a Blockbuster and it just reminded me and was so nostalgic. Oh, that, I, I don't remember that scene, but... Oh, sorry. Me and Jack are like Marvel addicts at the moment. Yeah. Um, but you know, like, do you remember that? Like you'd go, it'd be like 6 p.m. You're like, you know what, you guys, you know what we should do after dinner? We should go rent a movie. We'd all get in the car. I got a around. better one for you. What's that? I remember being like a little punk back which I still am. But I remember when I was young, cable came out. Right. Okay. And then cable came out and then they had in Canada, first choice and super channel. And these were like, you pay, you know, if you could afford it, um, you know, your parents would buy this and it would run movies all day, but you couldn't like, they weren't on demand. They would just run in a stretch like every and 2 hours would be something new. Yeah. It would just run movie after movie after movie. And you'd kind of go like that was a concept that was just what? Because we used to wait. We would look in the paper and see the schedule for what what's what's uh, what's on TV tonight. Oh, at 8:30 my program's on. But it wouldn't necessarily be a movie, but it'd be like, "Oh, listen, Thursday night at 8 o'clock they're playing whatever." Oh, Thursday used to be like a really good night for Thursday shows. Thursday was the TV night. It was TV night, yeah. man. And that was amazing. And then Blockbuster came and all these little video. Listen, I think that... But you had to get there early because you don't want the good movies to go too quick. You're right? exactly right. Oh, that's sold out. Do you want to re- reserve it? Yeah. Rewinding all your tapes and all that type of thing. And even then you had a video uh, machine. Not everybody had a video machine. So you would rent it there. And you would take this giant contraption <laughs> home and Isn't it wild? Or I was trying to explain <coughs> Excuse me. I was trying to explain to the kids. Oh, Esme and I, we recently we re, uh, reacted to a music video and in it is a like an old school phone with like what's that called? It's called a rotary, rotary dial, phone. Yeah. yeah. And it was clear. And like when I was a kid in the nineties, I had a clear phone where you could see all the wiring in it like that was the cool coolest thing ever and she was like why would you want that it was like so hard to explain the nostalgia that comes with a clear phone that you can see the wires in it when you hit the buttons it would light up like neon and stuff yeah it was so cool wow but it is just like how quickly things change yeah that's true oh i love it let's wrap it up we got children sitting at the door here Yeah, just just waiting to Get us to do something with them. I'm thinking it's a snack. We're getting near food time. Yeah, I'm going to make some food and some whatever. Delightful, some delightful eats. Well, thank you so yeah. much for listening. Thanks, Dean. Thanks for having me. And we'll catch you in the next episode, guys. Friendo Podcast is produced and hosted by me, Amanda Muse. 
Music on this episode is written by Chris Bevins and Mike Payne, performed and produced by MP Real Glow. If you'd like to help support the growth of Friendo Podcast, you can do so by leaving a positive review, sharing the podcast with your friends and community, and supporting the shop at hellofriendo.com. Find us on Instagram at shophellofriendo. And thank you for listening. And remember, be your own bird. Bird.